and welcome to this week's awful episode sounding uh, morbidly deceased podcast. I'm your host, JT McCallum, and I'm joined today by Evan Delworth. And this is going to be the worst sounding thing we've ever <laughs> put forth. Um, wow. Uh, we're really at the point where we're making podcasts over Skype. Uh, how far we have fallen. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's so weird now. It's insane, dude. Like, did, did you ever think that this was going to happen? No, I, I'm like, <laughs> it's weird that this is all happening. Right? <laughs> Especially after all the shit we watch and like apocalypse movies and. Right, like we're, we're in the first act of Night of the Living Dead right now. <laughs> I know. Right? It's, like... it's, it's going to happen. Right? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, so how, how have you been doing during the apocalypse? Uh, I... It hasn't been long, but honestly, just because I've been used to, like, going to work and, like, being able to go out normally and stuff, I got a little bit stir-crazy and I've been a little crusty and <laughs> all that stuff. But other than that, I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. What about right. you? How's everything um, going on in your place? Well, I'm I'm naturally an introvert, so like I'm fine with like most of it. Um, <laughs> the thing that I've been having a problem with is that like everyone's under my feet constantly. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I mean, like other than that, like if I was just like stuck in my own room for like two weeks or more, like I think I would be fine with it. Like I'm not, I don't need to go out and socialize. It is weird that we don't. Have, like we don't have the ability to go to restaurants <laughs> or yeah, the movie yeah. theaters like it's just crazy that like the last movie i'm assuming that you me amanda and montana both saw was that uh invisible man like that was the last movie we saw before the world ended yeah exactly right like it seems so long ago Right, exactly. And it and, was only two months ago. <laughs> right, like, like shit, shit was bad then, but, like, oh, my God, these past, even just the past two weeks, shit's just gotten so much worse, right? Yeah, like, honestly, once I started hearing, like, okay, like, you can't be around people in groups, like, 50s, like, the most, and now they're saying, like, groups of five. I honestly just see the opening of 28 Days Later, where... Yeah. Uh, What's his name? He's walking around and he's just in London. He's like, hello! Yeah, exactly. It's like, I've gone outside sometimes. I'm looking out my window right now and it's dead. I right. live right next to a grocery store and a, a, a little mall. And there's usually cars all in the parking lot. It's dead. Like, there's nothing. Right. It's, it, it's crazy. Even, I just walked the dog and I swear to God, I've seen maybe 10 cars. Right. And it's just, just like, holy fuck. It's crazy. It is. It is nuts, dude. Like, I don't know. I never thought in a million years that we would be living through something like this. No, I know, and it's it's weird to think that it is coming because I'm like, that can't happen again. Not like you know, Spanish flu happened way back when because they didn't know fucking what to do. But I'm like, no, it's it's happening now. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, uh, what have you been? been doing to uh not kill yourself or other people but to go full jack torrance on your family (laughs) (laughs) um i've been trying to catch up on shit like 
in a watch pile that I haven't watched, or I've wanted to watch, or stuff like that. Um, I haven't been home much. I've been at Amanda's place. But uh, we watched uh, the, the Grudge, I guess, the remake. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the remake of the remake, technically. Yeah. And it, I don't know, it's, it's not good right, by right, any right. means. But it's not like the worst thing I've ever seen. It's just very predictable. You know what's going to happen. I, I was watching it. Amanda was freaked out. She's like, that shit scares me. I'm like, all right, whatever. We'll watch it. <laughs> but I'm sitting there like fucking football coach, play by play, calling out what's happening. And I'm like, that's not good. And I'm thinking, right. and I'm like, Ramey and Robert Tapper produced it. And I'm like, they can't do it wrong by me. And right. here we get this called The Grudge, and it's not very good. There was some, um, like, stuff, I guess, that was okay, but other than that, it was just, it, don't pay to see it like we did. Right. Um, did, you, did you like the Sarah Michelle Geller one? I didn't mind it. I think a big thing of it is, like, even in this one, they're just, like, I don't know if anybody's ever going to watch it, but pretty much this woman goes to Japan and she brings a curse with her. That's how they explain it. Right. So it's not like, I'm not saying this in a racist or weird way at all, but it's not like Japanese people, like ghosts or monsters are showing up. It's just like everyday normal people that all of a sudden go, Aah. Oh, really? Yeah, and I'm just like, I, it's not as effective, but like when you yeah. watch their original ones and stuff like that, I'm like, man, that's creepy. There's yeah. There's something about it, but like it doesn't have that same effect in this one at all. Interesting. Like the best part, it's like John Cho, his like part in it, or Chow, or whatever his name is. But like, right. I like him as an actor, so I was like, I was excited to see it. He's in the movie for maybe like a half an hour, maybe. Oh, really? <laughs> Yeah, and I was like, oh, okay, well, fuck me then. I guess we're not going to see him anymore. <laughs> right. And then, like, the other day, what did I watch? I wa- I'm pretty sure I put on Day of the Dead. I watched yeah. that. I was like, it seems fitting to watch now. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, like we were talking about, fucking Shutter has started today. Um, the Cursed Films uh, miniseries. And the first episode is The Exorcist, and I can't wait to watch it. Like, I'm excited. I'm so pumped. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I, I can't wait for the Poltergeist episode. Yeah, Poltergeist one, because I think that's the one I heard the most about. Like, all the rumors or whether or not it's true or not. I heard the most about that movie, so I'm excited to see what they go into and what they talk about that maybe I haven't heard or, you know. Right. Uh, it's so funny, be before... Uh, before they were going to, um, like, before I even knew that Shudder was doing that, um, I had wanted to do, uh, an episode of Poltergeist for the solo episodes of uh, the Stranger Than Fiction thing, and then I saw that they were coming out with that, and I'm like, oh, shit, <laughs> well, obviously everyone's gonna want to watch Shudder's version of it, then listen to our version of it, but oh, well. <laughs> that movie, still to this day, sorry, I just took a drink. It still holds up. I think it's very well done. Yeah, we we watched it recently. Oh, did you? Yeah. 
I haven't seen it in probably a good ten years. It it works on such it's like such a good introductory movie for like kids to get into horror oh, yeah. and stuff. And like it, it starts like right off the bat, like the moment the movie starts, like you're in the movie. It doesn't take time to like yeah. build character. It's like oh, I mean, like it does, but like uh, it just starts out and then just right away, like creepy shit happens within the first scene of the movie. Yeah, and that, I think that's what like the charm of that movie is. There's no fucking beating around the bushes. Like, no, your house is haunted, and you got to do something about it immediately. And like. Yeah. One of my favorite scenes in that movie is when one of the um, the scientists from the school, he's, like, up late, and he sees, like, the stake, and, like, shit starts coming out of it, like, maggots and everything, and then he just decides to go look in the mirror, and he's pulling his face apart, and I'm like, this is the most horrific thing about this movie, and it's a good ten minutes. And it's, right. like, crazy off-fucking-wall, like, is this actually happening, or is it not? And it's, right. like, one of my favorite scenes to this day. I love that scene. Um, I don't know if this is true or not, but I heard a rumor that that was Steven Spielberg's hands ripping the guy's face off. If it is, man, that's so bad. Steven! <laughs> <laughs> but, but then there's, like, the rumors about, like, who directed it. Because even right. though it has Toby Hooper's name attached to it, a lot of people... Um, say that like Spielberg was pretty much the one that was on the shots and setting up scenes and all that stuff so it's kind of hard to tell because I don't think Spielberg talks about it much at all and, and Toby Hooper's no longer around like he passed I don't know like was it like fucking five or ten years ago oh yeah to- when did Toby Hooper pass? it was what 2016 I think it was so four years, I think. I'm pretty sure it was, it was only 2016. I feel like we lost, like, Toby Hooper oh, and West Craig. Oh, like, boom, boom, boom. It was only three years ago. Holy shit. <laughs> it seems wow. like a lot longer. Um, speaking of directors that have passed away, do you want to talk about Stuart Gordon for a bit? Yeah, let's talk about Stuart, because his fucking movies are amazing, and it sucks that he's gone. Right. And it's such a bummer. Like, I remember I was laying in bed, and I figured I was either watch. I was watching a movie, um, Mikey, which you should watch. If you have a smart TV or whatever, there's a app called Tubi. Have you ever heard of it? Oh, yeah, I have Tubi TV. Okay, watch Mikey. It's a killer kid movie, but it's like a really good killer kid movie. Okay. It's super cheesy, and he's got one-liners, and they're so good. But, like, holy fuck. That movie's so fun. I remember renting it a lot way back then. But, yeah, yeah. let's talk about Stuart. Stuart Gordon. Okay, so I will let you take over most of this. Uh, I do want to add something that when I was trying to add you on Skype today, I noticed that you're... Uh, online profile was Stuart Gordon 666 and I'm like ooh like that's I know. fitting <laughs> and I forgot a- about that because I haven't been on Skype and I don't know how fucking long <laughs> right so I was like you brought that up and I just felt like that little sunken feeling I was like oh god yeah no exactly um so basically all that I've seen of Stuart Gordon's is um Castle Freak uh and 
um, Reanimator, and uh, The Beyond. That's it. Okay. And it, those are like some of his best movies anyway, so we can just talk about those ones and I'll bring up some of the other ones. Okay. But like, I remember my, pretty much my first introduction to him was Reanimator. And right. my dad had it on like a bootleg tape where it had like three movies on there. And it was, it, it, honestly, it was Halloween, um, Reanimator, and I think Popcorn from '91. And I was like, holy fuck, this is <laughs> this is a tape. Like it's so good. <laughs> but I remember watching uh, Reanimator for the first time and being like, this is weird because it's humorous but it's dark humor like it's not slapstick kind of humor in a horror movie that they have a lot of so right, i'm watching right. and i'm like man they're cracking jokes but you're not supposed to be laughing at it but i'm laughing at it right. just a look and i was like haha that's kind of funny or like a dead body would like stumble and walk into something i'm just thinking like almost i'm like oh my god like that's hilarious like <laughs> it's so dumb it's funny but right. I remember watching that movie and being blown away at, like, the practical effects were really good. Um, great cast. Fucking um, Jeffrey Combs, Bruce Abbott, and um, Barbara Crampton. And I forget the guy's name who was the doc, Dr. Hill. But, but I remember having, like, a huge crush. I still think, to this day, Barbara Crampton is a very... She's beautiful, though, she dude. She is beautiful. She's a very good-looking woman, right? And yeah. even now, to this day, she still looks great. Like, she, she almost she looks how she looks now. <laughs> I think she looks better now. You're right. <laughs> like, it's like the what they say with wine. Like, it ages or whatever. Like, fine wine or whatever. Yeah, that's, that's her. That's how I feel about Jennifer Connelly. Oh my god, I fucking have such a crush on her. Like, she's my crush. Right? <laughs> like, oh my. I wish she would talk about Phenomena more, like Dario Argento's right. movie, but she doesn't want to do anything about it. I'm like, come on. I would love to hear you talk about it, really. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree, dude. Oh, and the guy's name who played Dr. Hell is David Gale. And David okay. Gale's, like, real creepy and reanimated, too, because he has such a fixation on um, Barbara Crampton. He, like, mm-hmm. gives these weird looks, and it's just, I don't know. He's really creepy about it. Yeah, I, I, I haven't seen the movie in a long time, but uh, it's on Shudder, right? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, I'll so have is to Bride. Bride's really good too. Yeah, Bride's on Tubi last time I checked. Okay. But um the thing is, like too, when Stuart Gordon first started out, um when he was doing like reanimator and all that, he was doing all these short stories from uh, an author in way back when, H. P. Lovecraft. Yep. And it was cool because the reason why he was able to do adaptations of those films is, or of those books to film is because they were public domain stories. Like he didn't have to find any rights holders. He didn't have to pay to write about it or do a screenplay off of the story. So it was like cost efficient for him when he was doing it. And it's, it was just like a good way to start out, I guess. Cause he's, he was really into Lovecraft. But yeah, it's, it's kind of the same how, um, 
Um, oh, his name escapes me right now. Oh, Roger Corman, how he did a bunch of the Edgar Allan Poe stories. Right? Oh, like, yeah. 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 It, it's just a bunch of uh, very famous horror stories that you don't have to pay anyone for the rights because they're all in public domain. And then you just make movies about them, right? And then they're fucking, like, they're good. Yeah. The animator did really good for 85 when he came out. Right. And um, it's, what's cool about that, though, is that, like, it was modernized, though, right? Like, oh, yeah. there's, no, there's no, like, set time for, like, when Reanimator, like, the, the actual story of... Um, like that it's like based on stuff like there's no set time of like oh yeah this would happen in 1859 but it was like you could no, still exactly. right they like, 85 they're setting it right exactly and if anybody wants to read the short story it's called herbert west mm-hmm. and i think i have it in a book i gotta find my hp lovecraft book i'd like to read it again but um See, it, i love actually it's, it's, sorry what were you gonna say uh, uh, Stuart Gordon actually did an adaptation of uh, The Pit and the Pendulum as well. Oh, did he? I didn't I, I didn't even know that. It stars Lance Henriksen. Oh! Uh, it, was, it was Full Moon. Um, right. I've seen a bit of it when I was younger, and I never finished that thing, but I'd like to go back and revisit that one as well. Right. Uh, I, I was just going to say briefly on the subject of Lovecraft. Uh, I watched one documentary about him once and the next day I went to the bookstore and I bought uh, literally his entire complete works in, in like one hardcover book and I'm like I'm gonna read all of them because <laughs> it was like 60 bucks for every story he's ever written he's like super interesting and his stories are good it's not there isn't one that I've read that is like oh this is boring I can't wait to get through it like they're all very very entertaining Oh, for sure, and and written so just richly, you know what I mean? Like yeah, the words he, and and the way that they flow, and it's crazy. Like uh, the first short story in the book that I have was written when he was fourteen, and it sounds better than someone who's like fifty now writing. Yeah, it's he is on another. He was on another level of writing. Like right. it's very different from I, like I haven't read anything that's like his again like right he was very different and i think that was we don't have another person like that right now writing um like horror stories or books in general right in the same way yeah and it's a shame because like he's very entertained to read it's very fun it's if i do read something and it's a short story and it's short enough i try and get through it like even if it's like i read a little bit before i go to bed or something like that well what's it's it hard, hard to put it down well, wasn't the the new Nick Cage the, the color of the sky based on uh, H.P. Lovecraft? Yeah, the color of space is a Lovecraft. Oh, sorry, story. that that was. <laughs> and uh, which is actually one of the movies I wanted to watch before we did an episode because I was really excited about it. Right. But uh, it actually saw the return of Richard Stanley finally, fucking finally after so many yeah. years, come back and direct something. Right. Because that man, he is, he is crazy, but in the smartest fucking way ever. You ever listen to him talk about film? He's so smart when you, like, it's crazy smart. You hear right. his passion and love for it, and it's, 
I could I'd honestly love to listen to him for as long as he wanted to just talk about movies and shit he knows about because he's he's one of the most interesting people ever right um did you hear like when he was doing all the um all the publicity for that movie and stuff like all the different podcasts he went on like did you listen to the mick garris uh podcast and then uh movie crypt and stuff i i didn't listen to the mick garris one and i remember i was going to it but then i think i just like i just didn't <laughs> i right. wanted to though right but fuck there was something else. I don't know. I it's, I remember even hearing about when Elijah Wood and his partner were like, yeah, we want you to make this movie. And he was like, they're like yeah, it's completely, like, we have it funded. And Richard didn't believe him at all. Right. <laughs> He's like, no, you don't. He's like, nobody ever wants me to make movies. He's like, no, like, you have a plane ticket to come to L.A. or whatever. Yeah. Meet with us and talk about it. He's like, no, I don't. Like, he just didn't believe it because he hadn't worked for so long because nobody was financing, like, his ideas. Right. So when he finally did, I was like, that's such a funny story just to be like, no, nobody wants to see anything <laughs> I want, I'm going to make nowadays. Like, right. his last movie was, like, in the 90s or the very early 2000s, I think. So, like, a good 20 years, like, 19 years. Yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> finally got a chance to make another movie, and it's like... Fuck, and his, I don't know if you've ever seen it, his uh, movie Hardware from 1990 is actually such a fun movie. It's like a post-apocalyptic world. Um, this guy, Dylan McDermott, uh, finds pieces of a robot and brings it back, and then this robot, like, starts itself up and starts killing people. And right. it's funny, right. because after I seen the movie, I didn't know this, in Star Wars, I think... A New Hope? Which one did they blow up the Death Star? Uh, the, well, the, technically they blow it up twice. So the first one is in the original Star Wars, second one's in Return of the Jedi. Okay, so I think it's the first time. Um, okay. There's like a bigger, heavy set guy. Oh yeah, Porkins. Yes. He's in hardware, and the robot sticks his fucking needle in his neck and then rams his eyeballs out with his fingers. And it's just like, <laughs> I was like, how did you go from Star Wars to this? <laughs> I, just, I, mean, I thought it was really cool to see him, because I was like, holy oh, fuck, you're in Star Wars, and you blew up and died in that, too. I mean, like, that—that that is such a, a glowing description of hardware that, like, that's all we need. Like, fuck trailers, just be like, Porkins from Star Wars gets stabbed in the neck by a robot. <laughs> hardware. Coming actually, to use <laughs> my one buddy, Chris, who was making, like, the Animal Crossing stuff. Yeah. He he loves that movie. Like, he fucking loves it. And it was funny, because I remember showing it or telling him for the first time, and he's, like, just in love with it. He wouldn't stop talking about it at first. Right. And it was just so funny. I was like, all right, well, yeah, I turned down to a movie. And that's especially with Zombie. I remember watching Zombie with him, uh, Lucio Falci's. Yeah. Holy fuck. That <laughs> was such a fun experience, showing somebody that movie for the first time. Oh, right. man. It, it's, oh, it's so good. Um, speaking of like showing movies to someone for the first time, uh, that's kind of how I had like every time uh, a group of friends would come over. Like I think I talked about this before, but like Evil Dead was my like I show you a movie and like if you don't like it, we can't be friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but but uh, another one that I love showing people is Dead Snow, the German zombie movie. Oh yeah, that movie's fun. 
It's fun as fuck. I mean, it's stupid, but it's fun as fuck. Did you ever see the second one? i never seen the second one. Okay, the second one, I've seen the first, I think, half hour, 40 minutes, and I'm like, this is nothing like that first movie. Because there's, like, American actors in it, like, people from, like, Freaks and Geeks, I think, like, one of the guys was in it, and so it's just really? like, this is nothing like like the original. <laughs> That's so weird. I know. It, I don't know why studios do shit like that. Okay, speaking of sequels, did you see Train to Busan? No, I didn't, but I saw the trailer for the new one. Man, watch the first one and then watch the trailer. That movie looks absolutely ridiculous. Like, right. it looks fucking crazy. <laughs> in the trailer to the second one, they have some sort of thing set up, like, almost in Land of the Dead, where uh, Asia Argento has to fight zombies for, like, oh, yeah. almost. Yeah. In the trailer, there's this little mountain pile of zombies, and they're all crawling, and it looks like critters when they're all in the bowl, the ball. It's just zombies rushing them, and I was like, "What the fuck is this madness?" <laughs> but it's oh, that movie just is on another scale. Like it looks that one, I'm really excited for. Right, right. But like, fuck, I was looking forward to Quiet Place too. Yeah. I got delayed. Fucking Ghostbusters three got delayed until next year. Holy fuck. <laughs> I, like, we were talking about this earlier, if fucking Halloween gets delayed, and it is not, I don't see it in the theater this year, I'm gonna lose my mind. I mean, the likelihood, though, dude, like, I don't know, I don't know, shit's fucking crazy. <laughs> like, we, just, I mean, like, anybody... The only be- thing I want to see this year more than anything else, and I don't think I'm gonna be able to see it in the setting that I want to see it in. Right. But that's the thing that's... But, I mean, like, how much work do you think they still have to do on it, though? Because if everyone's supposed to be doing the social distancing and shit, like, you can't make a movie... I mean, like, it's made, but, like, you know, like, they... Yeah, editing and shit, right? Like... Yeah. There's gonna be no premiere. It's not gonna be a TIFF this year. Like, there's gonna be no fucking TIFF this year. I know. Toronto canceled all... All its events. Yeah. Yep. Summer events and all that shit. It's crazy. Right. I mean, like, hell, you and I, I mean, more so you because you, you set it up, but like, we had an interview planned for episode 10. I know. I was fucking. And you know what? When all this shit happened, I was like, okay. I remember telling you, I'm like, okay, I got, I got somebody who wants to do this. We just yeah. got to work around his schedule. Like, he, he wants and, to do it. And, and he was going to South by. Yeah, he's going to South by Southwest. So I was like, all right, we'll have to see. He's He told me, he's like, I'll check what day I get back, how long I have, all that stuff. I was like, that's great. That's fine. That's more than, you know, I'm happy with that. And then right. I was like, oh, South by Southwest got canceled. And I was like, okay, that's a bummer, and I'm going to leave it. Maybe I'll message him, and then maybe he'll want to talk about, you know. About it being canceled. That's what I thought. On the podcast. Right, that's what like, I thought. <laughs> yeah, and then it's like. The world's falling apart right now. Like within a week. I haven't messaged them back yet because I'm gonna just leave it for now. But I was like, like, oh my god, our first like actual guest for just two guys who just do this for fun because we both love horror, we both love talking about it, and our first guest <laughs> that could have been, we just can't do it right now, and it's so god. annoying. Yeah. I like, I, oh my god. god. <laughs> 
<laughs> because like when all that shit was happening, I'm like, oh man, like that's really awful. But you know, like maybe he'll want to come on and talk about like you know, maybe we could be his press for self yeah, yeah, right, right. Because he, he'll be like, you know, like oh, I know you missed me at South by, but you know, here's me answering the questions that I would have answered. Yeah, and then yeah. like. Right, but then everything just got so screwed up, and like within oh, a week of that, the entire attention. world shut down. Because of Montana asking to put something in the store at Deadly Grounds, yep. we put a flyer in there, and I'm like, that is so badass, it'll get attention, whatever. Yeah. Not too long after, we're gonna be slowing down the hours at that store, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, whatever. And then they're like, no, we're going to close down. We have to. And I'm like, oh, my God. We just had something really cool happen for us. And, and, then, yeah, just not... and then you and I had talked about interviewing uh, the guy that owns Fly By Night in Oshawa, the horror store. Oh, yeah, and he's had to close his door, and he's not going to open. I know. Dude, our entire world's collapsing. I know. And, like... I know this is like super serious and all this is happening so it slows down and all that stuff and I get that but like this is just on our like nerd fucking fandom level that I'm upset about right but like I know it's a good cause why they're doing everything it just sucks because like we had some cool shit planned for the summer too that's right and it's just Dude, like we'll be able to leave anything. our houses I know We had an entire fucking George Romero funeral video plan that we were gonna do. That I mean, we we can talk about it now. It was Halloween, and then it was that stuff for Romero's anniversary. I was most excited about. Yeah, I know. And now it's like the universe and the world's like, hold on, let me fuck shit up first. Right? <laughs> God damn it. But, but I mean, at least hopefully it slowed down and hopefully we get rid of it a little sooner than later and hopefully we can get the rest of the year to get back to normal. Hopefully. But what, it, but what is normal going to look like after this is I over, know. though? Oh, that's, that's Saying normal is just me trying to, like, I guess... Make, like, make it normal for me because it's not going to be normal after. Right. Like, how the fuck do we walk back in on like to work on like the the next Monday that we're at work and be like, act like nothing fucking happened. <laughs> so yeah, we didn't just go through a pandemic. No, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, I've been you off work, work now for now. two weeks. Yeah, this is this is going to be going on my third week on Monday. Right. I think yeah. No work, fucking, which isn't bad. Like, I don't mind a little vacation away from work, but it's like, fuck, not like, like this, I guess. Like, like, <laughs> right, like, with, with me, it's like, oh, cool, like, this is a vacation. But then at the same time, it's like, yeah, but the world that you're coming out into is not the world that you left. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Oh, my which God. Is, okay, let's... Let's talk about some of our favorite, I don't know, uh, virus apocalypse kind of movies then. 
Okay, sure. Doesn't matter how many. Let's just fucking let's say let's a couple of our favorites. Um, um, well, in addition to that, I would also like to add. Let's talk about um, uh, something where people are like have to be in like a um a small pl- not not the movie cabin fever, but people who get cabin fever. Okay. So for that, I'm gonna go with John Carpenter's The Thing. Oh yeah, that's. That one is probably the one that I think about the most that kind of goes with what is going on now. Right. Like they, have, they have to test you. It doesn't show up right away. Yep. <laughs> and once it does, you got to get the fuck out. Right. All Kennedy is fucking, um, what's his name? William, the diabetes guy. What's his name? Oh, Wilfred Brimley. That's it. I just see him. He's like, now I want to come out. I don't want to be in here anymore. I hear weird things. <laughs> like, man, that's yeah. how I feel now. Right. I'm stuck and, inside. Like, nobody trusts anybody. <laughs> and and all, all that I think of is, is the quote, um, except I'm going to alter it for a second, but he's like, I don't want to spend this entire spring tied to this fucking couch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, or, fuck. <laughs> uh, Kurt Russell's like, and we're all very tired. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's how I'm thinking. Okay, I'll go with... I'll go with 20 Days Later. Just okay. because, like, that whole movie, like, when he comes out of, like, the coma or whatever, yeah, it's not dead. Like, I've seen the pictures. I've sent you pictures in Toronto where, like, some of the busiest spots in that city are literally dead during the day, noon, on, like, a fucking Wednesday. Nobody around, except for, like, maybe two or three people walking around that are, like, going to work still. Or, yeah. But it's, like, super dead. And I think, like, we could fucking... We could go to Toronto one day if it was that dead and pull the bullhorn scene from Day of the Dead and be like, Hello! Hello. <laughs> yeah. And just, Great. like... Nobody would be there or anything like that. Yeah. Jesus Christ. It's it's, it's absolutely crazy. Um, do you like 28 Days Later or 28 Weeks Later better? I think I like Days better. And I think it's just because, like, I watched that one the most. So I, like, I don't know. It's weird to say I, like, I became attached to it. But I just, I'm so familiar with that one and right. what goes on in it and that. I like Weeks Later. It right. is good. And I mean, like, he's supposed to... Apparently, he's still trying to get um, 28 Months Later done. Yeah. Danny Boyle. I love that. Especially now, man. Fuck, after oh. all that stuff. You know, right? He'd be on a movie. Um, I like 28 Weeks better, personally. Like, I, I like Days, but I, I just always... I gravitated to Weeks for some reason. Um, yeah. And... We, whether or not you call them zombies, I'm gonna call them zombies for a second. But uh, that opening of 28 Weeks Later is the best zombie opening in any movie. Oh yeah, that like, is fucking intense for like a cold opening. Oh, fuck yeah, <laughs> it's fuck. It's so fast paced. It's crazy. Like I I do love that opening. It's it's right. phenomenal. When I really like it. When he's running in the field and there's like hundreds of zombies running in the oh, field too, God. and the music's just playing, 
And then he like jumps in the water, and then all the zombies are in the water too. Right. Like, oh. <laughs> crazy! It's, it's like they're running up on you. Better get the fuck out of there. Right, and like I'm against the concept of running zombies, but again, they're not really zombies. Oh, um, yeah. But but like that scene is just perfect. It's in- it is very intense. And then uh, the the other scene that I really like uh, in it is um, at the end of the movie when uh, all the infected are like it's like a bunch of people in like the town square basically and then all oh. the infected start coming out and then the soldiers are given orders to start shooting and they're like who do we shoot and then they just start picking off everybody yeah <laughs> if you're infected or if you're fine like they just start picking off literally everybody because yeah, everyone's crazy. gonna die that was so crazy i remember that part and yeah. i mean with everything going on right now, too, like, it almost feels like Land of the Dead. Like, I was just going to say that, too. Half, like, I'm... So, like, my uncle got papers from his work that he has to carry around with him just in case he gets pulled over or something. Say, like, my job is essential. I have to go to work and stuff like that. Like, he has to carry them with him. So it's like... When they go out in Land of the Dead, they have that paperwork for their car to go out and everything. And I'm like, holy fuck, this is crazy. Like, fucking Romero, like, he predicted this. Yep. <laughs> and it's very much like that. Like, they're tomorrow at midnight, apparently they're locking down Toronto. Really? Like, um, the, uh, um, oh, what the, fuck? the army or whatever the Canadian army or like whatever it is is going to Toronto tomorrow Jesus Christ yeah like they're really cl- and apparently there's going to be fines if you are out you're not allowed to have more than like a couple I think one or two people in the car when you drive now yeah like, it's yeah. fucking crazy man this shit is, is spreading like wildfire like, it's fucking nuts dude and like part, part of me like, wants society to fall. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm such a, I don't know, chaotic, I guess, would be the, the term for it. But, like, I don't know. Like, I just want to sit back. And it's like, if it's our time, then it's our time. And, like, I don't know. Like, people are obviously too stupid to listen to, like. That's we- what I don't get. Like, if you got to go out for groceries, essential stuff, okay. If you're going out just to be a dick and hang out with your friends, like, are you fucking stupid? Right. Do you not know what's going on? Do you don't know what you're being told? Right. And I mean, I'm pretty sure you can get fined for that stuff now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's work there's and everything. It's it's crazy. Yeah. There's a guy in the Peel region, um, a 23 year old who had a party and he had 20 people over, and they're all going to court. Good. Right. You're fucking good. <laughs> It's, uh, I don't know, it's not that hard. Like, yeah, I'm fucking bored. I bet you're bored. Right. Like, there's there's only so much you can do sometimes in the house or whatever. Like, we we went for a walk the other day, and I was like, fuck, I needed this. Like, we needed right. to go for a walk just to get fresh air, like, get out and get a little bit of exercise. I was like, okay. But, like, how many times can you go for that same walk? Or, like, you know, it's... Well, that's that's what Montana's problem is, because like 
she's stuck with like me and my family. <laughs> I mean, like she lives here, but like it, it's one thing to like live with your boyfriend versus being stuck with your boyfriend, right? Like it's, I don't know, it's it's doing a lot for relationships, right? But like we have to kind of be like, yes, like we are dating, but like also we need time apart as well. Otherwise, we're just gonna kill each other or hate each other. No, exactly. Right? Like, you can't really, like, be up each other's butt. And sure, like, this is a great time for, to watch movies and to go for walks and shit. But if you're, no matter who it is in your house, if you're with that same person for upwards of, like, 12 hours a day, you're going to want to kill them after, like, three oh, days. Oh, yeah. Right? Very, very fucking Jack Torrance feeling coming on. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's, I don't know, this, if I had to say, I think this would be Land of the Dead. Yeah. Closest it, to that. It feels more like Land than any of the other movies. Oh, yeah. Especially when they're, like, when you go outside and they have, like, that little town or that market, but then you see yep. everything's gated off. Like, I feel like that's going to happen, just, like, yeah. not to that extent, but it'll be, like, you can't leave... Oshawa. You can't leave Bowmanville. Like, you gotta stay there. Right. Like, shit like that's gonna fucking happen. It's gonna be insane. It really is, dude. <laughs> and I know, like, we were talking about Stuart Gordon. We didn't finish that. We didn't finish the fucking movie thing. But I think because we haven't been able to, like, meet up and all that stuff and do something regularly or whatever. Right. There's so much to talk about, especially what's going on now. And I know we're like this horror podcast, but this is like real life horror. This is, it really this is. is real life. We're fucking living it right now. Right. And like, um, I I kept thinking of uh, the quote from Dawn of the Dead, like when, um, when the the guy with the eye patch is talking and stuff. And, oh uh, yeah. Right, like that's all like shit that's happening, kind of. And like even even the doctor in the beginning, when uh, when he's like, you know, like if we had have dealt with this problem uh, without emotion, so right? That's... Like, we, oh we my god, there's so many similarities. Like that stuff is very similar to what's going on. Land of the Dead. Like I know it's movies, but honestly, you can compare them, and there is comparisons. Like there is similarities. Oh, of course. Like, um, I don't know if you got to listen to the episode that Montana and I did, um, but we uh, we talked about how um, I Am Legend is like a fun story to like deal with real life problems of things like a, a virus and stuff like that, right? Where you bring yeah. in vampires and it's like, oh, this is like a fun apocalypse thing with vampires or even zombies and stuff, right? Um, but then uh, we also watched the movie Contagion. And that's a not fun way of dealing with yeah. like, fixing a virus, right? Like, I, I, I like looking through the world or, like, uh, I like dealing with problems through horror so that I don't have to deal with them. Yeah, like, you know, it's like, it's, it's like yeah. I Am Legend is a fun way to be like, ooh, like, the world's ending. But then Contagion is not a fun way, right? Like, What's that other movie from, like, 97 Outbreak with Dustin Hoffman? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's, like a virus and outbreak but it's like super serious right and like melt and all that shit and i know that's not happening but it's like there's sh like crazy shit that probably happens like that and yeah. even you know, like lake ridge health in oshawa um just said that there's an outbreak of the uh, covid19 in there right there's like a couple people uh two nurses and a doctor that have it now 
Right. It's yeah. it's dude. It it's crazy, and I don't know how many times we keep saying that it's crazy, but like, <laughs> yeah, it's we say it a lot, but it actually is. I've never I was probably naive, but I never thought that anything like this would happen in my growing up. Right. And I don't know why I thought like that, but it's just like I think it's because you know SARS and all that. We fucking we got through that, and it was bad, but it wasn't this bad. Right. And we got through it, and, you know, there was something done about it, and then it went away. This isn't going away like that. Right. This is fucking getting worse. And, I mean, we have high numbers, but even still, we're still doing really good besides, like, Italy, the States, and all that stuff. Their numbers are going up drastically every day. Well, even even Ontario, though, like, I'm pretty sure we're the fastest-growing number, though. Like, we just went up, like, 260 in a day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we're going up a lot in a day, but, like, Italy had, like, 2,000 deaths or some shit like that in a day. I Yeah, right. But it, it's, it's hard, though, because it's, holy like... Fuck. Right, exactly. But, like, how, like... It's just really kind of like a guessing game, right? Like, are you going to die or aren't you going to die? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, it's, it, I don't know. It's it's a weird thought that every time you step out of the house, you might contract a disease that may or may not kill you. <laughs> like and that like that's the thing too. I think so many deaths in Italy right now. Not like it's it's just, it's really a shame, but it's because I think there's a lot of older people that live there. Right. And they're like you know once you get older, you have a hard time fighting off infections or a disease or the flu or like the common flu could kill an older person if it was really bad right and this is like the flu on steroids right so it's like holy shit man and even was a an old folks home in bob cajun just nine people just died the other day and then i think it was later that day or the next day another one died right <laughs> like it's, it's like nuts crazy but, but yeah like cannot stress this enough if you're listening stay home right Only go out if you absolutely need to like if you have a dog or something walk in if you need to go outside for a little bit of fresh air go outside for a little bit of fresh air don't stay out for fucking hours or go and meet up with people wash your hands with fucking no. soap no. don't just put them underneath the water <laughs> like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> There's tons, there's even, like, Tubi, like, even companies that I, like, follow, like, Seven Films or Arrow Video or something like that, they're putting some of their movies out on Tubi for you to watch, like, stay and watch movies. Right. The majority of the people here, I'm pretty sure, if you're listening to this, should like the movies that we like. Watch stuff. Find stuff you haven't watched before. Keep yourself entertained. I mean, Shudder still has a month for free with the promo code Shut In, like... Right, and Fangoria, too, has all yeah. of their... Right? Um, and this isn't horror, but Playboy even does, right back to their very first issue. Did they really? Yeah. That's crazy. Right? Oh, man. Yeah, like, <laughs> there's so I didn't know they did that. Yeah, there's so much shit, though, that, like, we're, we... Like, take this time to reevaluate who we all are individually and as a society and expose yourself to different pieces of art and media and try to make yeah. art your own. You know what I mean? Like John Carpenter made a, 
uh, tweet, and he's like, use this time to write that fucking script. Yeah, like, I really, I really like that post. Yeah. I was like, that's so, like, encouraging, like, that's fucking, just, just a simple post like that, to be like, look what I did from just sitting inside the house or whatever. Yeah, exactly. If you have that passion, do it, like. Right. And I, I hope that, that we come out of this with the best fucking art on the planet, right? <laughs> like, that's not, that's not, we're going to see some movies about this. They're, okay. Yeah. There is a movie called Corona Zombies. Oh my god. It's not funny, but it's full moon, and there's like a teaser trailer for it, and this girl's walking around, and she's like, oh, where's the good stuff? I can't find it. And she finds like this package of toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> and then a zombie just like sees her, and then the, tri- like, the teaser ends. And they're like, holy fuck, that didn't take long. Like, that movie's fully done. It's finished, I think. Jesus and I'm pretty sure premiere premieres in the next week or two on the Full Moon app, and I'm like, holy fuck, that did not take long <laughs> at all. Like you gotta move when something comes out like this. Right. But yeah, now, it's just like it's crazy. <laughs> like you said, we keep saying it, but I actually can't. Each day goes by, I can't wrap my head around it more than I did the day before. Right. It's uh, it's it's fucking wild. Right? <laughs> it's nuts, dude. Um, do you think that we're going to see uh, uh, another zombie renaissance after this, or do you think it's going to be something different? I mean, I'm not over zombies yet. I don't think I'll really ever be. Right. But do you think society as a whole, though? Because between, like, 2009 and, like, 2013, there was a fuck ton of zombie movies. Oh, and zombie yeah. Shows and stories, comics, and games i i I hope so i wouldn't mind seeing and maybe something fresh now from this too i don't know but without like making fun of it or no but i mean that's that's human nature though is to take shit that's scary and bothers us and then to turn it into monsters right like that's the whole purpose of this genre that we love so much is to take something that's real and then make it fantastical in a way so that we're able to all deal with it, but not get hurt by it. Oh yeah, I I I hope we do. I hope we see something out of like, I hope we see uh, zombies make a comeback again. I think that would be neat. Yeah. Um. And then in episode nine, uh, Montana and I talked about. Do you think that after this, it'll be time for another remake of I Am Legend? And I'm 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 thinking yes. I. You know what? I wouldn't, especially with it being, I'm pretty sure Warner Brothers has the property rights. Yeah. I would not be surprised. I I could see it happening, and I wouldn't. I would welcome it. And it's funny. So um, so I Am Legend was based off of a novel of the same name. It was made into a movie three times. Uh, first time was with uh, Vincent Price. Second time with Charlton Heston called The Omega Man. And then obviously the Will Smith one that everyone knows. Um, but I would honestly love, because it's, it's, it's just that much different that it's not really... I mean, it is still I Am Legend, but I would love to see them remake Omega Man instead of I Am Legend. And if you haven't seen Omega Man, you should really check it out, because it's actually fun as fuck. <laughs> I love Omega Man. It's been a while. Right. I have to get it. I remember liking it a lot. And I remember yeah, watching it with... Such a fun 70s sci-fi thriller, basically. 
there yeah, it was. I remember liking it. I'd love yeah. to revisit it, and I probably should, especially with what's going on now. I think it'd be a yeah. good time to watch it. For sure. Um, do you have anything else to say before we wrap things up? Uh, I don't think so. Do you want to say anything else about Stuart Gordon before we go? Oh, yeah. I mean, even though his death was like, I think, a couple days ago, maybe a week now, or within the week, just go out. If you've never watched anything from him, go out and watch his movies. They're very good. Um, Reanimator, From Beyond, Castle Freak, Pit in the Pendulum. He's got a movie where fucking giant robots fight, and it's definitely, definitely way before Pacific Rim called Robo Jocks. It's fun. It's stop motion animation. He's just got, he's got a stellar filmography and you need to check out his stuff because he really he really enjoyed doing it and you could tell that from his movies like he's just he was a great director and it sucks because he's one I met uh, Jeffrey Combs Barbara Crampton Bruce Albaugh Ken Foray and I would have loved to meet him to get my reanimator DVD signed but I mean that won't happen now and it sucks but like you know my heart goes out to his family and all that stuff because it is shitty. He was 72. Yeah. I didn't even think anything was wrong with him. Like, I didn't, like, I don't know what he, I don't even know what he died from. Me neither. I didn't really look into it. Yeah. So, yeah. Check out his movies if you've never done so. All right. Well, uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, Evan, are, do you want to do this again? Was this okay? Or is this going to suffice for for the next four to yeah, 12 months that we're going to be quarantined. If we have to do it this way, then we have to do it this way. Yep, that's true. All right. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode of Morbidly Deceased Podcast. I'm, I've am i been your host, Jason McCallum. And I'm Evan Delworth. And have a spooky day. <laughs>